Hi, welcome to The Happy Signal with your host, Christy. been trying to record. <laughs> Hi guys, by the way, um, my dog is the most jealous dog. He's so jealous. He hears me on the phone or if I teach like a Skype lesson or something, he hears me and he starts to bark. I immediately sat down at the piano to want to talk to you guys about songwriting, like a crash course and how to understand what you're writing. Um, but Tucker wanted to bark, even though he was just outside. Yes, you silly boy. Anyway, before I do that, how are you guys? Um, hope you liked last week's episode with Ben Mackle. It was um, about songwriting and touring and being a singer-songwriter, what it's all about. And um, I thought since, you know, we keep having these songwriters on, which I'm hoping we'll have more, um, I'm open to some suggestions, but um, I thought... What if there are people out there that didn't get music theory? What if they didn't uh, have anybody teach them the basics of anything like this? What if I talked about it in the most simplistic form and helped you guys out to write a song? So I would like to uh, do that now. Tucker, will you let me? I don't know if you guys can hear him like panting, but let's go to the piano. Please don't bark. Okay. So, I'm going to break it down in terms of chords. So, let's just go over Perfect by Ed Sheeran. So, there's a capo. When, okay, so the best way to go about this is, let's say you want to learn how to play Perfect. Or you want to write a song that has that feel. All you need to know is how many chords are in there and what key it's in. So... That song is on capo one. So my piano luckily has a transpose button. Choruses, bridges, refrains, all that good stuff. Um, so a song like Perfect is good because there's only basically four chords. Now, if you're at a piano and you don't have a transpose button, um, then all you need to do is transpose one step up. So guitar and piano tabs are very similar. Do you hear him? I'm going to have to stop there. Oh, my heavens. Rotten. Hold on. Okay, no worries. He's laid down now. I'm hoping he stays there. So again, I'm telling you my little tricks if you don't know how to read sheet music and you have a keyboard and you're just starting to write songs. This is one way to do it is by very gratefully and very um, bare bones of copying, honestly. So, but 
please um, take that word vaguely because you're not truly copying. There is no copyright on chord structures um, or on chord progressions. There's, there's no copyright on there. So there's a lot of songs that are written in G, D, E minor, C. Cool, there's a lot. But the way you configure them and your melody over top of those chords, that's what makes it unique. It's very common to just do C, G, C, G in a song. You can make up a song right now. So, for example, C. Of course, I messed up a little bit here and there, but that's just a melody I made up in my head just now. So, he's up again. Tucker is up again. Okay, he's leaving. Okay, we're good. So, um... That's one way to think of it, but there's a lot of songs that have C and G in it. For example, um, because we had a Carol King episode, um, Something Wonderful, C is in there, and G. That happens a lot. And you can actually look up online, like, um, Four Chord Smash or something like that. I know it's out there. Um, so don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not being unique enough. At least start somewhere. If you really are lost, this is one way to do it. So we're using perfect just because I had a student sing this today. So why not? So again, if the song has a capo on it, which is just a little clamp that guitarists put on their guitar frets, which makes the song, the key go up. All right. So the song is in, let's say we've got, what did I do? I transposed. Here we go. Let's just say it's in G. So, yeah, I found the love for me. So this is the key. Darling, just dive right in and follow my lead. Now, I'm going to use the same chords and just write a melody on my own. Now, this could sound like crap. I don't know. I'm making it up on the spot just to give you an idea. song however you really need to be careful with this if you like a chord structure make sure it truly is your own but this is just for somebody just starting out um is knowing the chord progressions of your songs so that's perfect let's go to a different song so i'm going to pull out some sheet music now i have the heart of the matter um which is a don henley song um from eagles but india Ari did it and that's the version i have and this one starts in a so we have our I got a call today. I didn't want to hear. The chord progression is easy too. I think a lot of people want to make it harder for themselves. It's just A, E, and D. And then it repeats itself A, E, D, 
and all the verses have the same chords. Don't think that one chorus has to have a different chord structure. It needs to be the same for consistency. So, an old friend of ours today was talking on the phone. She said he found someone, and I thought he wanted to die. So you have A, E, D, and then on a pre-chorus, D to E to D to E, and then the chorus, same thing, but different. So, I've been trying to live without you now. So A and to E and back to A. But I miss you sometimes into D and then A. Then different F sharp minor, that's funky, into D. Back into E. And then guess what? Back to an A. E, A, D. Get it? Just make things easy for yourself. And if you don't understand, go ahead and look at some sheet music. Look at some guitar tabs. Steal Like an Artist. It's a book that I highly recommend you read. Um, it's one way to find yourself. So don't be afraid to copy. Um, but always credit where it deserves. And um, you'll find your uniqueness and yourself through that copying. Just remember that some of the best artists, like the Beatles, they were a cover band. That's how they started out, and then from there they found themselves in the Beatles, who can com you can't compare anything to them. I mean, you can, but the Beatles are the Beatles. So, there's that. So that's one song. Oh, one of my favorites, Dreams. So, if you know that, by Fleetwood Mac. So... So it's like such a beautiful song, right? Guess what? It is only two chords. So now here you go again. You say you want your freedom. But who was I to keep it down? That's your verse, right? with her melody and her lyrics that make that chord structure just a nice, clean bass line, and then everything else is just her floating on top of it. The chords are the same for the verse and the chorus. Everything. So, you go again, you say, right? All that stuff. And then when you go into the chorus, thunder only happens when it's All of that, 
that's a beautiful song. Some people would say that's not enough. I think it's plenty. And the reason it's plenty is because it's not just the piano. It's guitar. It's drums. It's bass. It's all kinds of things. Different vocal layering. The build is what's important. When you start a song, it starts really quiet. And then the next thing you know, you could start with piano. You know, you could just start something. There we go. There's something. build right and that's what makes the song so it can be very simple chord structure um another thing to be really uh that could be really helpful for you is to learn the treble clef singers that's the most important clef to know your treble clef so for pianists that's the, the your right hand the treble clef is pretty simple to remember you have five lines and four spaces the line starting from the bottom e g b d and f Every, this is a dumb saying, but this is, you know, this is what everybody teaches you. I gotta learn a, a new one. I gotta teach a new one. But simple, every good boy deserves fudge. And then the spaces are F-A-C-E. Again, this is starting bottom to top. If you want a free resource, it's musictheory.net. Musictheory.net I used um, during high school. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a great resource if you wanna learn music theory ton of stuff on there completely free anyway you can find all this the treble clef is your right hand or the voice part in sheet music you'll also notice sometimes on sheet music that there's two treble clefs and then a bass the two trebles mean that the very top one is the voice this the one on the bottom or the one in the middle is the piano right hand and then the bass is the left hand okay so something important to remember but i highly recommend learning at least the treble clef learning what the keys are so when you see sheet music if you see one sharp you know that that's g if you know there's two sharps that's d or if there's one flat you know that's f the key of f that's just one way to help you out being able to read sheet music and then also guitar tabs that'll help you you can write just about anything with that um those are the two most important instruments to be able to to write with um i hope this helps um I have a lot of people that come in and they're just, they just don't know where to begin. They'll have lyrics, but they don't know how to get that. Now, some of you might even be asking, what is a chord? So if you know the scales, so let's say a major scale, if you're going through, um, let's say C major scale, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, F, G, over and over and over again. There's no flats and there's no sharps. And then as you go on, you can look at others. So let's say, for example, you have A major, there's three sharps in there. If it's B flat, you have three flats. Or if it's in the key of B, you've got, you know, you've got five, I think, one, two, three, yeah, five, 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 I had to count in my brain. So let's say, for example, you're doing the C major chord. So you have a root, a major third, and a perfect fifth. 
So it's important to know your intervals. And again, I mentioned that website, musictheory.net. It's great. You can learn the intervals, what they look like on paper and what they sound like. There's little tricks to learn the intervals. But when you get C, the chord C, you've got three notes that are put in there. So the root, which is your C, major third, which is your E, and perfect fifth, which is your, um, I'm sorry, which is your G. So there's the C major chord. You might see C with a little M, and that means C minor, which means there's a root, which is C. All, the, all of the chords will have a root, which is C. Um, so C minor will have root, minor third, and perfect fifth. Then you have diminished C. So that would be root, minor third, diminished fifth. Now this is a little complicated. We can talk about this in another lesson if you want. I just said a lesson in another episode if you want. Um, and then you have C augmented, which is root, major third, augmented fifth. Then you have a C7, which you will see a lot. Um, and then you'll see C major seven as well. So C7, that actually has four notes in it, dominant seventh. So root, major third, perfect fifth, minor seventh. <laughs> and then C major seven, which is root, major third, perfect fifth, and major seventh. Hopefully this makes sense. Um, but again, musictheory.net. So that whole um, thing I just mentioned right there, you can apply that to D, and you can apply it to A flat, and you can apply it to G. Make sense? And there's also chord charts that you can find online, which will show you exactly what those chords look like. So you're not just guessing when you look at the guitar tabs or you look at your sheet music and it says C major seven, you're like, what the heck does that mean? You can look at the chart and it shows you exactly what notes are being played with the flats, with the sharps. Um, anyway, if you have questions or you have suggestions on um, other episodes like this with theory about writing, just the, the actual work of constructing a song, let me know how else I can help. But there's your crash course. Um, anyway, I hope you guys are having a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.